Welcome to another episode of the Cheap Seats Podcast. I am your no voice host, Gene Walzak, Wire to Wire Gene. And with me, I got the prince of production, Kyle Edwards. How you feeling tonight, Kyle? I'm good. How you guys doing? Ready for another night of interesting topics, but good to see you guys. Directly below me, I got a man that thinks he'll beat me in a three-point contest, and he is sadly mistaken. Um, I'll also whoop his ass one-on-one. I'm kidding. Jordan, Big J, Jordan Gene Lewis, the JJL experience. <laughs> How you feeling, Jordan? I'm doing good, man. Uh, I do want to get that that three-point contest, that one-on-one game. It's going to happen sometime sooner or later, but... It's gonna be fun, man. Um, I need but, uh, you to. I need you to commit hundred dollars to your charity or a hundred dollars to my charity. See, it's my first time doing a charity, so I'm not sure how it works. Um, you but, just yeah. donate a hundred dollars to my charity if I win, okay. and I donate a hundred dollars to your charity if you win. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean, definitely. Um, like y'all see my videos I post in the group chat. Y'all know what I'm, what I'm about. So. But anyways, I'm doing good, man. Um, oh, I mean, I know I I'm officially a 2023 college graduate. Uh, my my graduation is in, on May 20 May 23rd for commencement. Um, so I'm done with school. Um, so for now, until I go back for my master's or whatever. But I'm done, man. Uh, the hard part is finding an internship, but I got it, man. It takes time, but I'm blessed, man. I'm blessed. What are you trying to find an internship in? Maybe somebody listening will be. Uh, yeah, product. Uh, Wolf. I want to be on camera. Like I want my goal is to be on ESPN, like, you know, either Bristol or LA, um, the bigger markets by probably production internship off the bat and work, work my way up the ladder, man. So. Great work, Jordan. We all, we're all hyped for you. We love you. Yeah, man. You're, you're like, the even though, like, even though you get up on nerve sometimes in the chat, man, it's all love, brother. It's all love, man. Bro. I, Jordan, I'll tell you something <laughs> right now. I, <laughs> I don't think you know this, but I don't think, and Kyle will, advise, will, will admit this. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a person that has your back more when you're not around in this entire network outside Kyle, obviously, than me. I think, I think, I think Freddie, Freddie does because he's a Laker fan, but for Jordan, just trust me. <clears throat> but yeah. with that being said, I love you, brother. I'm yeah, happy man. for you. It's all Congratulations. Love, I do piss people off in the chat. I hope I pissed a lot of people off uh, <laughs> last night because I was livid. I wanted someone to be as pissed off as me. <clears throat> That's how mad I was. But we're going to talk about that with our first topic, and I want to get into it. Um, and the topic is, after yesterday, what is the worst loss that you've ever experienced as a fan of a team? Could be any game, a game you were expected to win, and I'll let you know, before last night, for me, it was the last game at the vet. It wasn't a Super Bowl versus New England. It was the last game at the vet. 2003, we were playing against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Joe Juravicious, Rondé Barber. Um, we were going to beat them. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers had never won below 40-degree weather. It, it was a cold day in Philadelphia. And um, we we screwed the pooch. It was the last game at the vet. The Bucks went on to win that Super Bowl over Rich Gannon. 
that was the Eagles Super Bowl to win. And uh, that game hurt. That game hurt. I remember I sliced my finger open throwing a can. I was so mad. But um, that was my worst before last night. But I'll get into last night after you two go. Jordan, Big J, who's the worst loss that you ever experienced as a fan? Like the, the game that you took the hardest as a fan? Um, well, it was, I had two that were kind of tied for first. Um, one was the one game I went to against Ravens of Miami when we were up like 30 something and we got just came back. I was there in person uh, for that game. Um, I was hyped. My cousin's a Miami fan and he was ready to go in the second quarter. So I was like, Yo, you ready to leave? But go back to Jersey. He's like, No, nah, I'm staying. So, second half, Waddle started, you know, Hill had a touchdown, Waddle had a touchdown. And the other one I had, which was tied, was the Alabama um, Auburn upset. Auburn on that, uh, I think it was that punt return, that kick return. We, we we were up, and then boom, they just they ran it back, upset in the Iron Bowl. Ugh. It's amazing to me that you're a Yankees, Lakers, yeah, I'm a unique Alabama guy, fan. Duke basketball. Like, goal winners, like, right? You just straight front run. Yeah, my one friend, uh, he said the same thing. Uh, he's like, y'all, I'm probably not a freaking Patriots fan. Like, nah. That, but, that is the one oddity, being the Ravens fan, for sure. That is. Yeah, I lived in Maryland twice. That's so We won. I was there t- first time. We, well, I was a little kid, but that's when we won in the 2000s against the Giants. And I mean, with the Georgia – Came back to Maryland. That's when we won the, uh, in, against San Francisco. So. Kind of have to be a Ravens fan for that one. But. Brett brought up the 2014 NFC Championship game when Green Bay was beating Seattle. I think it was like 19 and nothing, and they end up losing the game. Um, <clears throat> Bostic dropped the onside kick, um, and they blew the double digit lead versus Seattle. CR Media, aka Chase. We're up the 2018 AFC Championship game. D. Ford's hand is offsides that nullified a Charvarius Ward interception that would have sent the Chiefs to the Super Bowl. I remember that. I thought the game was fixed. I'm like, you guys are freaking crazy. How does that happen? How do you call that in that big of a game? Sounds real familiar. Kyle. Uh, For me, it was 0-3. ALCS, Red Sox, Yankees. <laughs> that game with Aaron Boone hits the home run off of Wakefield. I thought that was probably the best chance I was going to get to see a Red Sox team win it all. Luckily, they won it the very next year. But that night, that loss, it, it was a lot. Especially having a Wakefield, who's such a great pitcher for the Red Sox, did a little bit of everything. And for him to be in that moment to lose that game that way, that was heartbreaking. Were you there? Or did you watch it on TV? I watched on TV. Oh. I, I wouldn't go to Yankees. You don't have to be there. You don't have to be there for the loss to be brutal. That's true. That's <laughs> Mark, I'm glad you guys leave, left me a lot of time. Yeah. Because I'm going to tell you, the worst loss I ever experienced as a fan, and you hear from my voice, was last night. It was last night. I want to be clear with a lot of things I'm about to say. One, I am by no means discrediting the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs played a hell of a game. Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the league. I am no way saying that the Philadelphia Eagles would have definitely won the football game. 
Not saying that. I I even told you guys I thought the game was closer than it, than people were projected to be. It was a very close game. Back and forth. All those whiny-ass 49ers fans that said Jalen Hurts just, you know, make him play quarterback and you'll have a great you'll, – you'll be able to beat them. He played quarterback last night. He played it pretty well. No issues there. Um, <clears throat> last night was the worst loss I've ever experienced as a fan because it was such a good football game. And we can argue anything you want. Like, if you want to say you really thought Miles Sanders was a fumble and not a incompletion, which I thought it was incompletion, but I'm an Eagles fan. You know, the, the interception or the fumble recovery that was returned for a touchdown that most people seen as incompletion. But I was told that that was a perfectly good call, touchdown callback. I disagree. But that's fine. I think Devontae Smith caught the ball. I really do. His arm was under it. There's no angle saying that the, the ball was lodged free. I think that's the difference between seven and three before the half. And that would have mattered. But that's not the point. There was calls that went both ways. Lane Johnson jumping off sides. I heard that early in the game. Um, Bradbury probably should have been called for the hold earlier in the game versus Juju on the crossing route where his arm wrapped around him and Juju was calling for the flag and nothing got called. All those calls that went back and forth, and I watched the game a second time on all 22, tried to be as unbiased as possible. I know I'm an Eagles fan. I'm going to have bias. <clears throat> Ty says, of course you would think that, Gene. Hey, listen, most of the world thought that. So even your boy thought it was incompletion. He just posted it. But... um. <laughs> No, seriously. Yeah, yeah. Did you guys think it was incompletion or something? Are, are you talking about the uh, – because I know there was one play where Devontae Smith caught it. And no, they, Miles that, not, not that Sanders. I might have missed that. I probably was in the bathroom or something like that. I missed Miles, that. Kyle, did you think that was a fumble or incompletion? I thought, you know, quick glance at it, I thought it was incompletion as well. Okay. Most people But Ty, who's a Chiefs fan, didn't think so. And that's okay. It's okay to think that. It's okay for me to think Devontae Smith caught the ball. But I didn't blaze a stink over that because I understand the shadow of doubt that was, you know, casted upon that. I get that. I think that both ways you can argue. The thing that is a problem to me, and once again, let me just say, I'm not absolving Jonathan Gannon. Eric Bieniemy and Andy Reid absolutely, absolutely destroyed Jonathan Gannon's defense. Destroyed oh, it. They, like the Pat Mahomes is an absolute savage. I didn't. I watch games all the time. I didn't know the Eagles were running cover zero. He yells out, "Cover zero." And they run a play. I'm serious, man. No, no. I'm looking at the comment uh, about the grease. Oh, he's wrong because they greased the poles before the game. That's okay. <laughs> he's not really intelligent. It's all right. Um, so, 
when they called cover zero and he called it twice, the Kadarius Tony touchdown and the Sky Moore touchdown were the same play flip-flopped. And it was like they had the perfect calls against the Eagles because the Eagles switch on those on those routes. So like essentially when Kadarius Tony is running behind the line of script, like 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 he's about to run a jet sweep, the Eagles mm-hmm. shift their defense down instead of having a corner follow. So you see Darius Slay put his hand up to shift the coverage down. That's why he's caught inside and Kadarius Tony and Sky Moore are so wide open. Bienemy and Andy Reid put on a masterclass last night and calling a game. I'll be clear there. The Chiefs were scoring at will. The Eagles were scoring because they were making ridiculous plays. I think that's the part where a lot of people miss in the game is I felt like the Eagles were making huge plays, and I felt like the Chiefs were scheming people open because they were just so much more prepared for the game. That's not the point, though. 35-35, third and eight. Yeah, I'm going to get to this. I don't remember the NFL changing the rule on a five-yard bump. I don't remember that. I don't think it was changed. That's okay. That's got to be the most ticky-tack penalty call to to end a Super Bowl. Super, super ticky-tack. Because that play wasn't even close to the hold that just James Bradbury had just earlier in the game that didn't get called. Players prefer consistency. The Chiefs got away with things that game. The Eagles got away with things that game. On the on the run back for Kadarius Tony, there was three blocks in the back. And they're so clear as day. If you watch the replay, that's the point. I don't argue for those calls. I would rather the referees swallow the whistle, which they were doing all night. I'll address your comment, Peter, Peter Lira, Fausto. I will address it. Um, You probably just read the interview that he had instead of actually listened to it. But if you, because if you listen to it, you'll heal the connotation of what he said. He did say he held. You can call holding on any play in the NFL. I promise you there wouldn't be this much of an uproar in the entire NFL community, in in the NBA community, in every, the whole community and the whole world, like the whole world that watched that game was like, you can't end, you can't end that game that way. I think that Bucker kicks the field goal, goes up 38-35. And we get to watch something special. If I was projecting what would happen, I would project that the Eagles would have gotten the field goal range, kicked the field goal, and then we would have went into overtime and Pat Mahomes would have kept dicing up our defense. I would have projected. I would have, I would have, and I would have been fine with that. You lose a football game on your own merit, which we were doing a good job of doing. We didn't play a lick of defense yesterday. We did a great, the Chiefs did an amazing job offensively. Their game plan was spot on. They are a great football team. And number 15 is the best that I've ever seen do it. But you cannot, cannot, cannot 
end the Super Bowl on a ticky-tack call like that. You cheated the entire world. And take Chiefs fans and Eagles fans out of it. And take Freddie's biased ass out of it. You cheated the entire world at, out of watching the final, the final chapter to what most would say would be the greatest Super Bowl they've ever watched. Eugene, what was that about um, before the halftime? I saw a TikTok. Some dude was like, uh, Sarani was a little kid because he kind of like brushed off the cheek. What was that about? That video of him like brushing off and it hurts pushing his arm away? Like, yo, bro, stop like coach. Because on the Devontae like being too Smith cocky catch, or whatever? I'll tell you. On the Devontae Smith catch, they, they were going to rule it a catch and then they brought it back. They actually like, they literally reviewed it like so long. So at one, like Sirianni, before they called, it was like, get up there. We got it. Uh, like, chill, chill. Like, like we don't have it yet. And oh, okay. um, yo, can someone mute Freddie? I don't really need his comments tonight. I really don't. I don't know how you do that. I don't know. It's fine. It, it is what it is. Um, he's just going to repeat the same shit that he posted on Facebook. Seven oh. time. I know okay. your fucking opinion, dog. Shut the going, fuck up. Y'all are going at it in the group. No, but it just like repeats the same thing. Bro, I've retweeted. Skip. 75 skip, people. Yeah. <laughs> you say, I'm scared. Skip. <laughs> Come on, team. Um, <laughs> I just wish that the Chiefs would have won the football game, like stopping our offense or scoring a touchdown in overtime. Like, without the fact that there was a ticky-tack call that was made that cost us the game, in my opinion. Um, Kyle. Yes. I just want to know your opinion because I trust your opinion. Yeah, I mean, with – should have been called? Yeah, I'll I'll stop. No, no, you're good, good. So, I – when I was sitting there watching it, I was kind of like Greg Olson. Because Greg Olson kind of was the same way. It was like, uh, Super Bowl like this, this moment. I don't know if that's something you want to call. And I kind of played it out the same way as you. Because once that call happened, we all knew what was going to happen. They were going to kneel the ball three times, kick a field goal. And for a game that was going back and forth like that, you know, you had the lead at the half. The, the, um, Chiefs come back and, you know, take the lead and all that. And the way that game was going, I also would have preferred to see the field goal happen. Eagles get the ball. What does Jalen Hurts do in that situation? So I'm right there with you. Now, you know, I'm also going to say the – well, kind of what Freddie's saying, the Hurts fumble did definitely hurt because I felt like that really swayed the momentum. Kyle, Kyle, hold on. Yeah. I agree with what he's saying. I'll say that again. The yeah, Eagles yeah. didn't do themselves favors. They didn't lose the game because of the refs. The, the, the Eagles shouldn't have won the football game. I'm not saying that. And, and it's it's like talking to a fucking wall. I can't do that with him. It's a wall. Yeah, I, I'm not blaming the refs. I, I what I'm saying is you can't make that call. I want to watch yeah, the end like of the anti, game. It's like anti-climatic, yeah. I want to watch the end of the game. Yeah. And then he messages me yesterday and goes, You you would you wouldn't you would do the same thing. You'd be arguing the same way if it went the other way. No, I wouldn't. 
I bet on the Chiefs versus the Cincinnati Bengals. And and when the, the call came in the Chiefs game, I was like, man, you can't end a playoff game of this magnitude like that. Even though it was a blatant penalty, a way bigger penalty than what happened yesterday. If you if you're smart and you can listen with your ears and not read a quote that people post online, you will listen to the Bradbury interview. And Bradbury explains, like, yeah, I held. He's like, I just, you know, was hoping the ref didn't call that. Um, bro, as a regular season basketball game, this is the last play of the Super Bowl. Freddie, man. Not. I see, Freddie, I see, Freddie, I see your point, but this is a totally different sport. Uh, different circles. I can see those like the NBA freaking finals of game seven. Right. Um, but Kyle, Gene, y'all have good points. But my aspect of it um, was that you're right. Like, i rather them, you know, not call the flag. Okay, if you really held them, like, if you really, if, if you really, like, touched his jersey where I was noticeable, then yeah, call the flag. But I saw he wrapped his arm around him a little bit, but it shouldn't have been called a, a hole. Um, and like Gene said, I'd rather the game, you know, but and like Kyle said too, like I'd rather, you know, if they kick the field goal, they kick the field goal, even get the ball back, see what Hurts can do, you know what I'm saying, with whatever time they have left on the clock. Um, because I was wondering why the Mahomes was like, yo, like pointing. I was like, for what? Like what happened on the field? Like he was pointing like, yo, like, that's what fucking Bray does with the like, you know, call the fucking flag. Like Bray does the same shit. Um, no offense, Kyle, because like that's what he does. You know what I'm saying? He looks for I, his flag. I gotta shout out Chase because Chase, as a a fan of the NFL, has agreed with everything I said, and he's a Chiefs fan, and his team won. And I'm not saying the Eagles would have won the football game. I'm just saying I we were robbed at the end of the story. Um, Peter, let me address. I don't know who you are, but I'm glad you're listening to the podcast. The San Francisco 49ers were right by saying the Eagles defense will get exposed. They simply got out coached. Don't blame the field condition, bro. Both teams said it was the worst field conditions of all time they've ever dealt with. We're not blaming, but we're not. I, I'm not up here blaming the field conditions. I'm not saying the Eagles didn't get out coached. The San Francisco 49ers would definitely not have done this with Brock Pussy. But that's fine. I'm not I'm, – I could I could argue the field. I could argue the Devontae Smith catch. I could argue anything through the blue sun. I'm not. And, and, and honestly, leaving that football game, I felt like we were never going to stop Patrick Mahomes. We were never going to get that stop. He was playing out of this world. The guy's unbelievable. I, it's, it's just – it sucks that – the Super Bowl on the biggest stage and every single person that's watching the game, football fans, ex-football players, LeBron James, everybody's like, you can't call that. Guys, I don't want to get into conspiracy theories because I'm not. I, I don't. They played at State Farm Stadium. Who is the biggest friggin' representative for State Farm in the world? Is it like Steph Curry or something like that? Pat Mahomes. Oh, yeah. Pat, yeah, Pat yeah, Mahomes. yeah. 
I'm not getting into conspiracies. I'm not. The field was atrocious for both teams. That's not an argument. Any Eagle fan that gives you that argument, even though I felt like it affected our pass rush more because we're the better pass rush, I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing that that call shouldn't have been made at that time. And if it was made earlier in the game against Juju, fine. Then you would feel you'd feel better about it later in the game. Yeah. Correct. Consistency yeah. is key. I mean, I want to know how, I mean, second half or not second half, before second half, I mean, the home was, was limping hard. I want to know how he continued that game, man. Um, he was limping big, pretty bad. Like, as we're, I, I, I feel like, I, but he was limping like, but he was limping harder than what I, what he did in the Bengals game. Like, which is like, he was like grimacing in pain. Like, I mean, I know, I don't know if that was the same ankle he did in the Bengals game, but probably had a little shot in the ankle. Probably adrenaline. I don't think that. Tape is tighter. Yes, this. But no, I'm not, I'm not trying to start anything. I, I thought that he was grimacing more harder and like whatever. I don't think um, that his injury was anywhere near what it was played up to be. Look fine on that 30 yard run on the last drive. Yes, yeah. Fair, fair. But yeah, like I mean, I'd rather see, you know, it's football. I want to see both teams, you know, play it out. But yeah, a lot of people have said that on Twitter, on Facebook, and the Griffin I'm in, they yo, like they're they're saying the same shit. Like, I want to see them play it out. So and, and, and Freddie's comments, um, this is my last comment. I'm responding to Freddie all night. Don't even post them no more. Um, I don't want to be consistent because the NFL, all right, Gino wanted the NFL to be consistent because it's the Super Bowl. No, Freddie. I want them to be consistent with their calls throughout the football game. I understand that, like, you're not familiar with consistency because you change football teams like you change underwear. That's not. Oh, man. That's not what I'm saying. If they called it earlier in the game, that's consistent. They didn't call it all game. And they waited to the biggest moment of the football game and called it. If they were calling ticky-tack calls all game, dude, they called one hold the whole football game. I'm done. I'm done on that. It's heartbreaking as an Eagles fan. Broke my heart to watch it. If we would have lost on our saddle, I'd have been all right with it. Mm-hmm. I probably would have been all right with it, but I'd have been way more all right with it than I am now. The Chiefs played amazing. It was, I mean, uh, was... The Eagles gave them way too many opportunities. Jonathan Gannon got absolutely outcoached. The special teams was awful. We activated our punter off the putt list who was out for six weeks prior, Aaron Sipos, who kicked a line drive kick to Kadarius Tony, which was awful. Pacheco ran wild. A shout out to him from Jersey, man. Rutgers player. Big shout outs to him. I don't play for the team, Freddie. I didn't put myself in any position. I watched the football game. I watched the best two teams in football play against each other. And I watched a game be decided by a ticky-tack call when it could have been decided on the field. If Hurts throws an interception on the last drive and the Eagles lose the game, yeah, of course I'd be pissed. That'd be different, yeah. It'd be different. Yeah. 
I think the Chiefs might have been the better team yesterday. I really – and I'm not saying that with, like – you know, like, I'm not saying that the Eagles were the better football team. I'm not saying they would have won. I think they would have tied the game and Patrick Mahomes would have shredded our defense in overtime. But I think they get three. I I believe that. I truly do. But – this is what it is. I think, well, last thing I'll say is I think it was a good point you made about Gannon because that second half, I mean, Mahomes and that offense were were unstoppable, and Gannon just couldn't make an adjustment. And that's kind of what it came down to because going into the half, I thought the Eagles were in a good position, you know, up 10. Hertz was playing well. Like you said, a lot of the doubters of him on this stage, I felt like he silenced all of them. He made big throws. He – you know, they called a lot of draws and, you know, keepers for him, but he did well on all of them. I, I mean, up until the Chiefs taking the lead, Brian, huh? I thought Hurts was like a, you know, locked in like Super Bowl MVP for sure outside of that. But, yeah, it was a, it was a tough day for, for Gannon. Huh. <sighs> But I mean, definitely. I mean, my last thought on the um, game was, I mean, going to the or ESPN had the Eagles at uh, one half point favorite, which is pretty like even, I guess, pretty close. So, other than the the last flag, I think the game led up to it. I mean, I thought it was gonna be a high scoring game, um, you know. And let me put this out there. I mean, what a hell of a game! Two black quarterbacks, you know, making history. Starting quarterbacks, um, pretty big for the Super Bowl NFL. That's kind of a start, but it's all has a lot, a lot, a lot to go at that aspect. But the game expected, like it met my standards of you know high, high scoring football. But now that I'm thinking about it, you know that that I'd rather see them play it out. You know, you know, like like Gene said, it would have been different if Hurts would have fumbled it or threw a pick, or if uh, Gangabel would have fumbled it or whatever, or whatever. So. Um, so yeah, I mean, other than that, yeah, it was a, it was a, it was a good game, high scoring game. All right, next topic, gentlemen. We want to go with uh, Jordans or Kyle's. How you want to do this? Uh, I mean, Kyle, you can go. I'll throw mine out. Yeah, I'll throw mine out there. So for me, I'm taking it to the NBA. I'm looking at three big men. So we got Patrick Ewing, got David Robinson. You got Alonzo Morning. So fast forward it to today's NBA. Which one of those big men are you taking to build your team around? Okay. Um, I guess I'll start to throw the yeah, question yeah. out there. So for me, I looked at it as you know, Ewing. Well, I will start with Morning. Morning was like a defensive stopper. He's very, you know. He's willing to be at the rim. He's deflects shots. Offensively, he's your traditional throw it in the post, hand up, back him down. Um, Ewing was your kind of tweener offensively, played a lot in the mid-range. He did post up a little. I know Knicks fans at times had issues with him around the rim, finishing like that Pacers playoff game. He was also pretty good defensively, but I remember him more you know, rebounding and that's not necessarily rim protecting. I know he did block some shots, but Robinson to me probably fits 
more of today's game because I feel like he was the more athletic big out of the three. He was still a really good scorer. He I believe he averaged like 20, 21 points for his career. He also gave you rebounds, and he was a rim protector as well. So my answer is David Robinson because, like I said, he would post up. He played in the mid-range. I feel like he, he took it out to about the three-point line. I know he hit like a few threes in his, in his career, but he that wasn't really his game. He could take bigs off the dribble as well, which I think would be a really key you know, aspect to his game for today. So for me, it's David Robinson. So <clears throat> I'll go second here. It's funny because to me, I think it's between the Admiral and Zoe. And um, nothing against Patrick Ewing. I just felt like that Admiral's game was better offensively. Zoe's game was better defensively. And um, it depends on what style of play you want. Mm-hmm. In today's NBA, yeah, the answer is pretty clear. It's probably um, David Robinson, the Admiral. The Admiral's unbelievable. But um, in the 90s and the style when they played, I really believe that you can make a serious case for Alonzo Mourning. He had so many just game-changing, game-altering plays in which he altered shots. His defense was unbelievable, and he knew he played his role really well. So I'm not saying it can't be Zoe, but it's definitely not Ewing. Um, But my answer would be the Admiral, David Robinson. Yeah, I think we're all going to agree with uh, the Admiral. I mean, he was more that – like Brett said, that two-way – you know, bid that can, you know, give you points and, you know, defend. Like you said, Kyle, Zoe was more like, you know, that just pure defender who can give you some rebounds and some points at, at the rim. But a lot, or, uh, the average will give you, the, you know, that, he, like you said, more athletic. Um, and that will go really well with like, today's game. It's more fast paced, um, you know. Um, so, and, and no knock on um, Ewing. I mean, he was more, he, I mean, he would just be there for you know to grab boards, block shots, but he like he never have a, a, a mid. I mean, he never have it in today's game. He's a three point shot and be able to shoot the mid the deep ball. And I wouldn't trust Ewing to shoot a three. Um, but yeah, I'm going with the Admiral on this one too to build my team around. I mean, I will give Alonzo Morning credit, like Gene said, you know, for him with his style of play it wouldn't necessarily be hard to build around him because he's also not a big that necessarily needs the ball offensively. I feel like he'd be fine offensive rebound put back and all that where, you know, building around a big like that can be easy because with his unselfish, I guess you would say nature offensively, you wouldn't have to worry about getting him his. He'll get it. He'll find a way to score and, and affect the game defensively. But yeah. Um, Mo- modern day Zoe would look like a prime uh, DeAndre Jordan that could play great defense. Athletic, he would uh, be a lob finisher. You know, it's funny. It's like Clint Capella, but better defensively. Yeah. 
uh, that's kind of what you would look at with a modern day Zoe. Whereas David Robinson, the Admiral, played great on defense, played great on offense. I don't, I don't know how to compare him to a modern. The modern day big is just different. Um, but he would be like a poor man's Joel Embiid. Yeah. Just you know, I, and I don't think even David Robinson would tell you he's more athletic or more gifted than Joel. But I think that that's what you're looking at. The differences between like a better defensive version of Clint Capella or a poor man's Joel Embiid. I'll take the poor man's Joel Embiid. Yeah. I agree with that. <clears throat> well, Jordan, before I will open up the questions afterwards and we'll take a couple from the audience. Uh, we're missing my man, Brian, even though Brian uh, gave us a really awful feedback on the Super Bowl. We still love him. Just kidding, brother. Um, <laughs> Big J, what's your yeah. question? Uh, my question, yeah, I was stuck on one this week, but my boy Kyle helped me out. Um, so pretty good one. Um, which sport is the most easiest to win a championship in? Um, that's hard because, like, in today's game, it's like. So are we narrowing this down to team sport? Team sport. Yes. Okay. There's a reason I asked that because, mm-hmm. like, tennis – you just see people winning like 50 straight matches. I would say that would be the easiest to win a championship in. Yeah. But uh, if we're talking about team sport, that makes it really easy for me. But I understand. Uh, for team sport, I'd probably I'll, I'll go first, though. Yeah, Kai, you want to go first, man? I'm... Or... No matter. I, I can go first. I would go say, ahead. I'd say basketball because one, you're dealing with less people in play at one time but in basketball if you get a really good superstar player they can have more of an effect on the game than in like football you're dealing with 11 guys like you could have a <laughs> really good quarterback but if the offensive line isn't good they get marginalized and defensively that quarterback can't do anything because he's sitting on the sidelines if you're looking at the you know, baseball yeah, baseball is strictly individual, but, you know, unless you can build out a lineup of nine really good guys, you could work around that one superstar. Whereas basketball, you know, that guy's on court for offense, defense. You can run him out there 40 minutes a game. You know, there's the aspect of superstar calls and all that kind of stuff. So I think basketball is probably the obvious choice, but I'll just go out there and, you know, See if that helps you out, George. Uh, as much as I want to agree with you, I was gonna say basketball. Um, but as far as like contracts and keeping players, I'm going with baseball because you can sign, you can sign players for like ten years, like like a, like a um, a Tatis or a Juan Soto, keep them locked up for like what ten, nine years. Um, you can build a dynasty or players around. I mean, it's I mean, it's not as I easy. That, but I'll, I'll let you finish. Yeah, because like like a team like, for instance, like the Yankees or like Astros, you can you can you can keep you don't have to worry about you know letting a player go after like five two years, or two five two to five years. You can keep a player long term. Um, so I feel like baseball. Now, now the Monday baseball, there's teams that you know are getting better. Um, but like you know, as far as you know, building around those top tier players in baseball, 
I feel like it's if you have the good team, good hitters, good pitching. I know it's not easy to say, but either either said than done. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you have the right players, the right batters, the right pitchers, the right offensive players, defensive players, baseball is a, probably the most easy, easiest. And here's all as far as like contractors that keeps keeping players on the team. Look at the Angels. The Angels have Mike Trout and Shohei Otani. Yeah, I mean Mike Trout, and but he's been hurt, right? Sniff the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, Shohei's been hurt. Otani or Trout's been hurt. That's injuries. Um, this is easy, and I, I'll uh, I'll argue against your baseball one too, Jordan. The Yankees have the highest payroll in baseball, or the Yankees or the Dodgers have the highest payroll in baseball, and they don't win. So it's not about just signing players and locking players up. It's about baseball super tough because, you know, the hardest thing to do in sports is hit a baseball. The easiest sport to win a championship in is the NBA. It's basketball. It's no doubt mine. mine. You can have two really good players and put a bunch of role, role players around them and win championships. I mean – you look at the 90s, you had Jordan, Pippen, and a bunch of truck drivers winning championships for the Bulls. I, yeah, it's definitely it's definitely basketball for me. And second, I guess if to answer Anthony Price's question, NFL is the hardest. NFL is the absolute hardest. You need so many things to go your way. You need an offense. You need a defense. You need an offensive line. You need a good coaching staff. You need a scheme. You need to stay injury-proof when in the most injured sport there is. Football is definitely the hardest one. I don't think it's close. But I would say I think it's basketball followed by hockey. I was going to say hockey, but, yeah, yeah, definitely that goes to number two. Hockey's the same, you know. You only have five people on the ice at the same time. Um, a really good goal scorer can change the the, the making model of a game. Mm-hmm. So, but basketball's is a hundred. Like you just can't stop a great NBA player. Like when Steph Curry is on a roll and he's unstoppable, they guard him with two, three guys. Doesn't matter. He's shooting from Abu Dhabi. Just goes in. I mean the reason why I didn't the reason why I didn't pick basketball for number one because like this the modern day NBA you can have a good you know like for instance college team the Celtics they can have a good season but they can get upset in the playoffs you know what I'm saying so it's like any league can get upset in the playoffs and plus with the talent in the league it's like the West is kind of like open other than you know the top the Nuggets you know they got the Pelicans but other than that like. Other than the top five, maybe six seeds down, it's open in the West. So it's like there's no clear-cut winner for the West right now. I mean, well, the Denver's up there, but as far as it's just them in the West, it's like the talent in the West is just – now with Durant going to, to Phoenix and Kyrie going to the Mavs and, you know, people making moves, it's not guaranteed that teams are going to win a shape like the Celtics, like, you know, or – I think the Celtics road in the East got a little easier. Um, you just basically eliminated Brooklyn. I think it's a three-horse race, three and a half. I get Cleveland in there. 
in the East. And I think there's a six, seven horse race in the West. I think the West is definitely harder to come out of this year with Phoenix and Memphis and obviously Golden State, uh, Denver. We can't let, you know, there's a lot of really good franchises in the Western Conference. Um, you know, it's funny. Teams, players used to run from LeBron. Now they run to that conference. Um, no one fears him anymore. So if I'm being completely honest with you, I think that the bas- basketball is the easiest. Um, the Brooklyn Nets went from irrelevant. They In one offseason, they signed Kyrie and KD, and they were all of a sudden a contender to win the title. You can do that any offseason with any team. You sign two marquee superstars, you have the potential to be, you know, NBA Finals. Yeah. And also for hockey, one other point. We've seen several teams that just had a really hot goaltender for a couple of weeks make the Stanley Cup Finals. Because also in that sport, you literally have somebody blocking your goal where you try to score. I mean, that'd be like standing Wilt Chamberlain on a chair in front of the hoop and being like, go ahead and take a shot. So hockey in that way does make it kind of easy as long as you have a really good goaltender. Do you think – I mean, you can – I wasn't going to say soccer because you have a goalie keeper too, but I think it's more wider than that. It's more wider, so it's like – I mean, I wasn't going to say soccer. I didn't know how you all going to feel about me saying soccer. Um, I think soccer is one of the hardest because it doesn't yeah. matter. Um, you have to have, like, top-tier talent, like Ronaldo, like a Messi or, you know. No, it, it doesn't matter how good your team is if you can't score one game, if you're, you don't get the opportunities, you could lose to a really bad soccer team. I don't think the best soccer team always wins. And the way I say easiest is, does the best team win? And almost always the best team in the NBA wins. Very infrequently does the best team in the NBA not win which means it has the less margin for error. You know, when it, a championship's really hard to win when the best team doesn't always win. You get into the playoffs and you see the ones. This is the first time the two one seats met each other since, what, 2002? Yeah. It hasn't happened for, since forever mm-hmm. um, because there's so many upsets in football. That's kind of what makes it so popular is the the parody of the NFL is what other leagues like strive to get to. It's just harder in other leagues or, you know, because the NFL, you have so many players you have to pay. And at a certain point, you can't pay all of your top tier guys. So they're constantly moving. And, you know, we see last place teams make, you know, win divisions like the year after or two years within where, NBA will see bad teams be bad for like 10 years. And you're just sitting there wondering, like, what are they doing? What what can't they do that other teams are doing? So, uh, yeah, I agree with here. Like, usually top three seeds, that's where you would pick your NBA champions from. Yeah. Um. So, Anthony, yes, what's a non-team sport? We'll say easiest and we'll say hardest. Yeah. Um, I think hardest would be golf. Um, unless you're, you know, the field in golf is so tough. I don't know why Brian said that earlier where he said golf. I'm like, I don't, I don't get that at all. There's so many good golfers and just 
like one golfer can catch lightning on a bottle at any time. Like that's why the same player doesn't win multiple majors in a row. That's why when Tiger was doing it, it was so rare. Yeah, it really yeah. And I got like John Rahm and Royal still in there. Um so yeah, I mean I feel like golf, I mean, even with me, like I I would love to play golf, like try it out, like you know, with my friends, but even the score, keeping score of golf like negative seven. I, I mean, that's good, but that's score. But it's just like you know the where people come from. You know, people have what what school they go into for golf. It's just like, you know the talent level is like, and it's tough, man. Like like if you're if you're going to if you even go to top golf, like you're still sore the next day because like the way you because I'm so used to playing baseball, you swing middle. Like you have to swing down. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you're twisting your obliques in your body so it's like left turns are a sport anthony <laughs> i don't i don't think nascar is a sport i don't if i'm being honest i get a lot of uh, slack for that but i i don't really care um hey, anthony, what is the golf oh you mean golf it's harder than nascar i think golf is the hardest individual sport to win i think the easiest one is tennis um, you look at dominant tennis players and they just constantly win. How many times did Nadal win? How many times did Federer win? How many times did Serena win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think tennis would be the, the easiest and, and golf would be the hardest. Like what I look at when I what say about, is I mean. Well, what about like boxing, UFC? I think that would be easy too. You need a good mouth. It's what you need. Yeah, you get big name fights all the time. You have a big mouth. What about endurance? I love Jorge Mount. Yeah, I, listen, we all agreed you have to train really hard to be a champion in any sport, right? Like, let's just take that out of the equation. But look at Jorge Masvidal. He's like twenty-seven and fifteen. Guy constantly gets big fights because he knocked out one guy with a flying knee with eight seconds into a fight and talks really good shit. He's entertaining. Conor McGregor. McGregor hasn't won a MMA fight in three years. Yeah. Talks really well, right? Yeah, right. It's not. Doesn't mean it's a harder sport. It just means you got to really, really good at talking shit. Um, I don't know, man. I think the MMA would be high closer to the easier side than it would be the harder side. I I put UFC boxing in like the middle. Not easy, not hard. No, the none of them. Time. None of them are easy. Let's be clear. None yeah. Of them. Oh, yeah. You have to be really talented. Yeah. But as far as you know, individual, you know, I can see tennis being like the. But then again, it's hard. It's baseball. Like you're hitting a hundred mile hour baseball. Tennis, you're hitting a hundred mile hour serves. Or trying to hit it back. That's that's hard to do. Like <laughs> even even an eighty mile. Like uh, I think of that Serena's last game sheet. Uh, uh, who uh, Medvedev? He was on the mince. Like, he hit like 160 mile hour serve. I'm like, how do you hit that? Anticipation and really good hand-eye coordination. Any questions in the chat? We got about seven minutes before we wrap up. Um, we would love to take one. We're missing our, our, our road dog Brian, so we're short one major question this week. Um, or you can hear me bitch about the Super Bowl for six more minutes. I don't mind. Oh, yeah, I'm out, man. That's like, man. <laughs> you know, like, 
Was that not one of the most entertaining Super Bowls you ever oh, seen? It was. It was. Yeah. Definitely. It, it looked it lived up to the hype. Maybe there was a script in script in there somewhere. <laughs> Why don't you hop on, Freddie? You're in all the chats. Hop on. I think Tay Hopkins wanted to hop on, but in the group chat. You but... won't answer my question, so I won't ask one. Okay. I answered your question. You repeat the same question 795 times. <laughs> um, oh, my. Freddie, come on. Hop on the show, man. Come on, man. <laughs> come on, big Freddie. No one said it was a script. What is he talking about? No, I said, I said it was a script. Just making it a fun. It's being oh. sarcastic. I don't want to give him a few minutes. His spotty internet will give out. Let's answer Brett's question. We'll go with Brett's question. Oh, man. Oh, he's like, give me a few minutes. Okay. Oh, shit. NBA contenders think are frauds. Oh. Do you, um, which NBA contenders? Do you, like this season? Philadelphia 76ers. I'm kind of leaning that way with Memphis. There's something about Memphis that. Outside of Ja, I don't know who I could really trust on Memphis's, you know, team. Dylan Brooks and guys like that, they're more worried with beating you up than actually scoring. Because I saw this when they played the Celtics. Morant did really well. But when he needed Brooks, Jaron Jackson, and those guys, they, they disappeared down the stretch. So Mem- Memphis is a really good one. I think Memphis will lose to any big team that they face. I think Philadelphia is a contender. If you do you consider Sacramento to a three seed, are they a contender? Because they're a fraud if they are. Kyle, how long is um Galen Bryan out with that fracture? He'll that probably back, he'll probably play in the All Star game to test out wearing a mask, which I think is good. So he'll probably be back yeah. after. I'm not game. gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say this talk to because I would say depending on Jalen Brown's like you know timetable. Um, I would say. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. Never mind. You think the Celtics are frauds? Without Jalen Brown, I do. But you know, they can still. They don't have Marcus Smart. I think he's coming back soon. I think. Yeah, Smart. Well, I mean, we're, we're we're assuming they'll be back by the yeah. playoffs. Yeah. Oh, I mean, well, in case any player without their Tatum don't doesn't players are going to be inten- not bad. intentionally, but uh, on, on on accident. I got a great wrong. answer for you, Jordan. <laughs> I think Brooklyn's a fraud. I think Brooklyn is yeah. they're a fraud. But that dude, uh, that point guard, um, uh, Cam Thomas is. I was legit, kidding, man. bro. They're, they're going to fall apart. They trade their best players away. I agree with Brett. They're going to get overhyped and taken out early. I think Luca, Ky- hot take. Yeah, I think Luca and Kyrie fist fight before the season's over. Um, what is Anthony's question? Uh, or Melvin or something like that? No, put Anthony's question up there. No, Mahomes was like, "What?" Um, see, uh, thank you, Anthony, for for bringing this up because I have all respect for Mahomes. Right, he's two Super Bowls. Um, I just something in my body doesn't feel, or something in my mind is telling me that we we need to pump the brakes on the Mahomes and Brady Brady debate. He has the feeling to get to that eventually. Uh, I'm not saying he's going to win, what, five, three Super Bowls in a row to get to Tom Brady. I mean, that's hard. We, already, we just debated that the NFL was top three, top two in most hardest sports that win a Super Bowl or, you know, win it. So, I mean, I get I – mean, I heard he's put in – I think um, – I Jordan, let I, me help you. I think I can answer a question for you. I can get it out for you. Yeah, I'm yeah. – 
I got you. I got you. Oh, here we go. Oh. Before Freddie talks, before Freddie talks, let me answer this Patrick Mahomes question, and then I'm going to tell you exactly what Freddie's going to do, and then we'll we'll go. So, um, do you consider do you consider championships as the only method of greatness for Patrick Mahomes? I think he'll be better than Brady. As far as like greatness, as far as like best to play the game, but I don't think he'll win more than seven championships. I don't think we'll ever see that from a quarterback again. The NFL is a league of parity, and I don't think you'll ever see that again. Now, before Freddie goes on his awful re repeating himself a million times, uh -oh. I'm going to tell you exactly what he's going to do. <laughs> he's going to repeat him. This is like three one three. This is like eight mile. He's going to talk loud and talk over and be loud. And he's going to ask the same question that I've answered 695 times. And that's what's going to happen. Get it, Freddie. I thought it was like 795 times. But... Same thing. He's going to say, did he hold? Did he hold? Did he hold? He's going to do that. And he's going to follow that up with, after all the things that happened in that game, you're just going to blame it on the referee. It's the only two points he's brought up. I, I can't. I'll answer both of them. <laughs> yes, he's slightly held. He's holding on every play in the NFL. And two, yes, the Eagles 100% gave away that game in the second half by not being prepared defensively for Reed and the enemy's offense. He absolutely shredded them in the second half. Doesn't mean the game should have ended on that ticking-tack penalty. Consistency is key. They did not call that all game, and they called it on the last. Game. Before yeah. before Freddie goes, hey guys, this is a, a Rams and Giants fan, y'all. So and a Chiefs at, fan apparently. at the floor. <laughs> Jordan, I'll be down your in your lane in a few minutes, sir. <laughs> right now, I got to dress the man of the hour, the man of the show. Even though, you know, hey, Gene, it's all love. Just remember that. But, you know, it's funny. And it's funny how, see, the problem <laughs> is with the show is people get persuaded by certain people on this show. Jordan, you, you, you're easy to get on somebody's team easily. Yes, you. Yes. Because a few weeks ago, <laughs> Gene and Kyle was both getting on me and you about the Lakers in Boston again because we complained about the referees. And, and, I mean – I'm still pissed about that shit, man. Like, I'm still pissed. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's still mad about it. <laughs> we have to be consistent. You want to be frank about it, yeah. Kyle, Kyle aren't you the this. same person that told, that told me that they still had time to play? Aren't you the same guy? Kyle? They didn't have time well, to play. Y'all yeah. didn't have time to play. No, we didn't. Your defense they, they had the, time to they make were play. Hot. That elite defense that you talked about all year long, how elite that y'all are, still had a chance to make a play. No, they didn't. After that holding call was called, did you watch the Super Bowl, Freddie? So, yes, I did. So, so, they, so they couldn't go out and get an interception? They no. couldn't force a fumble? Nope. They <laughs> kneeled the ball, Freddie. They hey. fucking kneeled the ball. Hey, Gene, let me ask you a question. Let me ask sure. you a question, Gene. So we talked all year. Well, no, not we. You, Cool, and AC Anthony, Key, 
all the Philadelphia fans was bragging about how elite that defense is. They talked about how elite that defensive line is. Yep. Talked about all this. Talked about all that. Yep. But y'all couldn't stop a cold. If it, y'all couldn't stop a cold. I mean, you couldn't stop nobody, bro. But we sit up here complaining about nobody a call. is not Patrick Mahomes. Nobody is not the no, best quarterback in the NFL. About a nobody is not the best coach currently in the NFL. That's not but Gene, nobody. Gene, we're Nobody's not a about a call when y'all turned the ball over. One time. That one time gave up points. You're that right. You needed at the end of the game. Back. We had a 10-point lead to have. We got those points It back. still still matters. It, it still does. matters. What about Every the return by Kadarius Tony? And I have no problem with admitting the Philadelphia Eagles made their mistakes. I'm still not saying I, I think they would have won the game or not. That's not the point. I think the Eagles made a ton of mistakes. Okay, but, so don't sit up here and blame the refs. At I'm the end of the day, the you are blaming no, the No, I'm not. Yes, I'm you are. At the end of the day, missing. it was a hold. It was a hold. He held his jersey. And I think you just don't want it to be called because it was the Super Bowl. So right. what is the Super Bowl? Right. The coach always say, never put the position of the game into the hands of the refs. And that's exactly what y'all did. Freddie, I've said this over and over again. They didn't call the hold all game. You can call holding in any play in the NFL. There's holding on every play. They didn't call bump and runs all day. They didn't call the hold earlier when Bradbury did it in the first quarter versus Juju, which I thought they should have called. I was like, got a point. Got to wait one there. Can I ask you a question? Sure. So – Put take yourself away as way as a Chief, Chief, Eagles fan, okay? Sure. Put yourself in the Chiefs' position. Sure, sure. And you 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 had the same play, which clearly was a, was a hold, and that cost you the Super Bowl. Would you or would you not be pissed off? If the throw was close, I would have been pissed off. <laughs> the throw was <laughs> not. You got to be consistent, bro. It was uncatchable, Freddie. The ball was thrown out of the Y'all end. Y'all had too many flaws on your end to be complaining about a call. They you called not, it. I called y'all the Super Bowl. that there wasn't flaws on the Eagles. So let me ask: Do you think that call cost y'all the Super Bowl? I think that call cost us an opportunity to watch to see if Jalen Hurts could have drove them down the field to tie. That wasn't my question. My question no, was, I don't know. I don't know. We don't know. It's like you're reading a story, Freddie. Was the call robbed us of what could have been a really good ending. Correct. Instead of it ending that way. That's you're that's, reading a book. Did you watch let me ask you a question? Did you watch the Sopranos? No, I didn't. Did you watch Game of Thrones? No. <laughs> so if you watched any of those great series and then watched our last episode and you're like, what the hell is this? It's like you're reading a great book and someone just comes around and rips out the last two pages. Hey, Todd, Kyle is Kyle. Like I told you, Kyle, when I first came on here, people, it's easy to get persuaded to their thoughts. But I'm, hey, because this are is the same. Are you saying I'm good at what I, I, I do? I haven't been persuaded anymore. Gene, hey, I, I give you all credit, brother. You, you got two guys. To change, to change the way they're thinking. I agree. You are good. You are good. Because I think it's laughable that Kyle, out of, I expected out of skill, but out of all people, Kyle is sitting up here changing the way that he thinks. I promise you, if this was a change the in a championship game, he would be saying something this. totally different. 
But no, watch, watch, watch. Have this. you heard me talk about the Patriots? I am very realistic when it comes to talking about the Patriots. I don't make excuses for it. <laughs> yes, he's still calling me Skip, yo. Like, come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but I, wait, what's my what what what's my bug with you, Freddie? What did I do to you, man? It's the fact, Jordan, that you you just you let these guys you not these guys but Gene off the hook, bro. Instead of challenging Gene, instead of going back at him. You you, you 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 fall down. But 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 Freddie, where ground Jimmy works? Yeah, Freddie, like when when you kind of when you're in the comments, right, and you're saying that the LeBron slap was a you know, Freddie McCarter foul, right? Yes, Freddie McCarter foul, but this is a Super Bowl for a championship. So what? It don't matter what Jordan, what time Jordan, the game is. Jordan, you you, call, happened, you call it you Jordan, call it consistent. overtime. Huh. The Eagles weren't like a Jordan, when that happened. Did I not acknowledge that it was a foul? I did. Just spoiler alert. We can go back. I'll show you screenshots. Did I not acknowledge that it was a foul? I I think. Yeah, right. you, you remember. Yeah. You got a better memory. Did I not acknowledge that it was a foul? Yes. You did call it a foul. And what but I yes. said was a regular season game will not determine your season. It can, though. And what I also know it can't. It can. No, yes, it can. If you got bro, bro, we're talking about bro, making the playoffs. Kenny the Jet Smith mentioned that a that that a game that was supposed to be a goal and it cost them going to the playoffs. It can, it can cost you. Yes, it can. So if you're fighting to make the playoffs in an 82 game regular season, you didn't deserve to be there to begin with, bro. The Lakers, bro. I, hey, I agree with Kyle. Kyle told me, and I said, okay, that's what it said. The Lakers have lost five games this year on bad calls. Do you realize where we'll be at in the seeding if those calls are not made? We'll be in the sixth seed in the West. Kyle, Kyle's going to say, oh, y'all always that's say if. ahead of you. Kyle, at the end of the day, Kyle's point, all you say is. He found them. He found them at the end of the day. He, he held them. It was a hold. It is what it I, is. I don't I don't think it was a hold that was should be called. I think there's holding on every play. And I think if they called every hold in the NFL, we would never be able to watch football. There's holding on every – dude, listen to – I agree, it is holding. It is, Gene, but the thing – Every is, play. I agree, Gene. every hold in the NFL. But, Gene, but Gene it, I agree. But the thing is, is that we, if you get caught, and he got caught, I mean so, – So, Freddie, do you value Greg Olson's point of view as a guy who – I understand what Gene and Greg Olson are saying. You don't call it in the Super Bowl. I understand that. But I put myself in the other shoes. As a That's candidate. not what Greg Olson said. What Greg Olson yeah. said was, you if you were to call that hold, you got to call the hold earlier in the game. Like, if you're going to call it consistently the whole game, if you're going to let them play, you got to let them play. They let them play all game. Gene. All game they were allowed to play. Gene, bro, but you guys look at I'm the penalties called in the game. I'm not gonna get up here and blame the refs for you guys playing. I'm not blaming the refs. I'm saying that call having, been made. having a fumble for you guys giving up a punt return for a touchdown. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not going to sit up here and blame the refs. You guys had too many self wounds on your end to be talking about a three. I'm not. No, it's not a touchdown. If you doesn't hold tie. Watch football. The throw was 15 yards over his head. And it hit the friggin' white in the end zone. Watch. But instead of complaining about a ref, can we talk about how we've seen two quarterbacks play at an elite level? Um, give give Jalen Hurts some love. 
hey, every, if you had doubt in this brother's mind about his game, that doubt mm. needs to be out the mind. It needs yeah. to be out the memory. It needs to be erased. It needs to be thrown away. That brother came out there. I don't blame the loss on him at all. He he came out there and balled. He's he's better than Daniel Jones for sure. That's point blank. That's point blank. Period. Um, Patrick Mahomes showed us why he's taking the keys from Tom Brady. This is his league now. Um, you know, I expected everything that he brought. Um, but at the end of the day, we had a great Super Bowl. So I mean, this is one of the best ones that I've watched in quite some time. Freddie, if you didn't if you if you didn't hold on a play, and there was no penalty called. And you got to watch a team go down and try to score to tie the game or win the game. Would it not have been better? I agree, Gene. It would have been better. So what's, your, what's your point you're making? Nope. I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you at all. One I agree in your story lineup. But what That's I'm saying is that point. the referee gotta be consistent. He called a call. It was the right call. You're right. He needs to be consistent. I agree with you. That's the first thing I agree with you. And he wasn't consistent because it wasn't called all game, Freddie. And then we also have to remember, these are guys are just like humans. They make mistakes just like me and you. Just like you made a mistake. I, I'm just, I, I'm no, I'm just, I'm just clarifying off your comment. They make mistakes just like me and you, just like the players. That's why I say you never put the game in the hands of the refs. So the, what that what that mean? You Freddie, have to you're acting football. like the Eagles were, were playing the Texans. Bro, you gave up a punt return. Freddie, like you can't do that. We're acting like the Eagles were playing the Texans, and we were playing a game in which we we're favored by 14 points. And Gee. we let the game. No, let me finish. And we let the game in the refs' hands. That's not what happened. Both one seeds that were 14 and three during the regular season, the best two teams in football. You're splitting hairs. Do you think if the Eagles could have stopped the, the, the Chiefs, they would have? They tried. Andy Reid is a Hall of Fame coach, one of the greatest to ever do it. Eric Bieniemy is the most slighted coordinator in the league. And by the way, another thing we're going to talk about on Wire to Wire, another season comes and another season goes where the only African-American coach hired is by the Houston Texans again. Eric Bieniemy just outclassed Jonathan Gannon, but Jonathan Gannon's going to get the Arizona Cardinals job over Eric Bieniemy. That's a fucking joke. But that's side point. I agree. I agree. Yeah, we all agree on that. But I'm going to tell you, when we tell what Eric needs to do, Eric needs to get out of here. He is. He's going to Washington. He'll be the commander's next offense coordinator. Book it. That's not the point. He's going to Baltimore. Splitting hairs. Splitting hairs by saying <laughs> best two teams in football. You shouldn't leave it to the referees. These are the most even teams that you could have. It wasn't, though, Gene, because at the end of the day, you gave up a punt return touchdown. Jalen Hurts fumbled the football. You guys had things on yourself that you did put the the put the put game on the in the Rams' hands. You put it in their hands, and that's one thing that you can't do, bro. That's I'm, that's all I'm trying to say is that y'all, y'all was hurting yourselves. Um, you had two things, big plays in the game that hurt yourself. I mean, it's unfortunate, bro, because I understand – Hey, I don't know. No Eagles fan is bigger than you, bro. We have a lot of them in the chat, but I don't know one that's bigger than you. I'm, I'm just, and I, I know. You're making fun of my weight, Freddie. I am pretty big. I got no, a I'm weight, right? I'm your weight. Oh my god, man! I'm just saying, like, I don't know, like, if you, there's somebody calls me, say, "Hey, who's the biggest Eagles fan that you know?" Oh, that's Gene Easily. Like, 
Because, hey, it's just like when it comes to the Lakers, I hold the emotion in, brother. I'm just like you. Just wait a few months when we get eliminated. Just uh, wait to see how emotionally I'm going to be hurt. You got to wait a few months. It's going to happen in March. Hey, you might literally have to call my mama. You might have to go to work as a Verizon, pull up our account. So, I love your mama, Freddie. Your mama's a sweet lady. Hey, say, Miss Henderson, I'm trying you know, to look for Freddie. Some nice home cooking when I come down there. I know, but she goes like, if you, Miss Henderson, can you find Freddie? He's in my A. I'm going to be hurt, bro. It's going to be bad. I understand it, I've man. come on air 24 hours after the game and, and face the music all night. And Ty has been in the chat all night giving it to me, all friggin' night. As a Chiefs fan, there's no bias there. He's just calling it like I don't know. And Ty might be on the hitting tonight, man. Uh, even Chase agrees with Gene, Gene. He's a Chiefs fan. I was saying it. I don't think anybody that was a logical football fan that watched that game wanted that to be called. I don't think anybody did. Because if the Philly, you know what the worst part is, Freddie? I would have been able to accept this deep into my stomach if the Eagles got the ball down three and Jalen Hurts threw an interception. Or we get stopped on four downs. The Chiefs defense comes out with a stop. Or if we tie the game and we go in overtime and Patrick Mahomes out to us. That's what I wanted. I wanted this to go to overtime, let Jalen Hurts have the ball, and let Patrick Mahomes have the ball, and let's duel it out. Like, let's have an old-fashioned duel. And But, you know what I mean? It is what it is, bro. I, I mean, mean, Ty, I mean, was it, was it a hold? It was like a little sissy hold. Really it was a hold, John Jordan. Oh, that's not God, the point, man. though, bro. Did that's he tug his point. dirty, though? I don't know. Bro, no. I thought there was a five-yard bump in the NFL. Am I wild? Did that, that, when did that go away? That was at the line of scrimmage. They were hand fighting at the line of scrimmage. Did he grab his waist a little bit? Yes, he did. I'm not. I'm not acting like he didn't. But that happens on every play. Do you know who held more than anybody ever in the history of the NFL? And, and, and I, I bet you Kyle gets on one guess. There was a corner in the NFL that held on every freaking play. Who was it, Kyle? Roger Turner. Nope. Oh man, I'm trying to think. He's considered one of the greatest. And Gene has been in the chat. Gene's Island held so much. Darrell Revis used to bump and hold it at the line so much. Then get called. That's not the point. It and Jack or Rodney. I'm gonna call him by his real name. Rodney. <laughs> a hold is a hold at any time. I understand your point. I'm gonna ask you a question. Would you want the game to be called consistently? And if it was called consistently and they called that all game, illegal contact, holding at the line of scrimmage, all game, and it was called earlier when, when Bradbury did to Juju in the first quarter, then I'd have less of a problem with it. They didn't call it all fucking game. Can we just end the game on that? I have a question. Can I fill in for Brian? I have a question. Go ahead, man. So I know right now it's hard to to predict what's going to happen in 2024. This is an NBA or NFL question. What are, this is an NFL here? question. Okay. I want to know who do you guys have going to the Super Bowl next year and winning? Yes. I know I know it's hard to predict from a year from now, but if you had to guess, so East team come out of AFC and NFC or just 
Yeah, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's, that, that, that's going on. That's going on TikTok. I know. Put RJ's, put RJ's comment up here. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So because they gave you one. Jack or Rodney, you said it seems like flawed logic, but calls were going like being, they were letting them play the entire game. It's like watching an NBA game, right? And they're letting them play. It's a physical game. And then with three seconds left on the clock, they call a ticky tack fail where he just touches his finger. Barely. It doesn't alter the shot. That's the issue. I'm, I'm making, but if Freddie, you want to know who is in the Super Bowl next year? You're gonna have to wait for Wednesday night. I make that prediction Wednesday after the Super Bowl and wire to wire every year. This year, I had Bills over 49ers. I was wrong. I did have two of the final eight teams, but um, I had Bills over 49ers going into this year. I was wrong. Last year, I had Rams over Chiefs, and I got Rams over Bengals. I don't think anybody had the Bengals there, but. Um, I picked the Rams to win the Super Bowl the moment Matthew Stafford was traded there. I can give my prediction right now. Sure. I think I, I think they're going I think they're gonna run it back. The reason why I say it because the Chiefs, hey, the Chiefs not going nowhere. Um if anything, I think they're gonna get better. Um I don't see them and I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Chiefs try to attempt to get another receiver. You see a Keaton Allen that might be getting released. You hear about the Michael Thomas might be getting released. Um, D-Hop might be getting traded. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if they go after one of those three. That's known, something for the Chiefs to do. Um, Cincinnati. I think, Fuck Cincinnati. Um, I think the Eagles will go back because I think they will <laughs> will make upgrades um, on their defensive coordinator um, side because, I mean, that's something the Eagles fans have been crying about all year. But they need him gone. Um, and I think, you know, hey, right now. And we were all right. And right now it's time for the Eagles to take advantage, especially before I think they're going to pay Hurts. They're going to pay Hurts this offseason. Yeah, um, come on, RJ Keller. Come on, bro. So right come now. Don't, don't start with me, man. Right. I mean, is, is, is he wrong? <laughs> Jordan, I mean, Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. Lamar, question, so what so 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 is Lamar top 20? Jordan, ask your question, Jordan. You you do know your love for Lamar about to go away because I, I don't think he's gonna be in Baltimore too much longer. No, I mean it's about all depends on the on the offensive coordinator who we get. You know and, saying, so. and I'm a, I'm a big I'm a huge Lamar Jackson supporter. I've been supporting him, mm-hmm. but he's making it harder on himself to get paid when he's shown the last two years he can't stay on the field. Kyle, what's your Super Bowl prediction for next year? See, I I like the Niners, but that quarterback mm-hmm. position, if you're telling me they upgrade there, I take the Niners. If not, I think the Eagles get back there. Hey, I might go to RJ, RJ on this one. You, you the fan. You, hey, you the viewer oh. of the sports empire, brother. I, I salute you that, man. My man. serious, man? Come on, y'all, y'all are just trolling. Jordan, he's trolling. <laughs> I know him. Trolling. He's trolling. Oh, that, oh, oh, that, oh that's your guy? My best friend. Oh, all right. I thought he was a random. That's like, dude. That's like my family. That's my man. My bad, bro. I, didn't, I, I, I thought I didn't know. You're didn't good, know. bro. He's strong. <laughs> hey, a friend of Gene is a friend of mine. I love that dude. Um, <laughs> damn, you, you, you hide, RJ. I'm sorry, man. 
Daniel Jones and Lamar Jackson. Oh, He's just getting under your skin. Oh, I'll, here he I'll is. Man. My, I'll, get my, <laughs> I'll get my prediction on Wednesday night. I can't do it. I, yeah, I got to I, I think because I got to think of my prediction. Are you agreeing with me, Chief? Um, and Gene? I can't make my prediction till Wednesday night. Blink your eyes twice if, if yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will say this. The Philadelphia Eagles, there's a lot of names that were on the Philadelphia Eagles this year that will not be on the Philadelphia Eagles next year. I think you've seen Fletcher Cox play his last game as an Eagle. I think you might have seen – you've seen T.J. Edwards, Kazir White, James Bradbury. I think they all played their last game as Eagles. Jason Kelsey could have played his last game as an oh, Eagle. Man, I say, yeah, Kelsey, yeah. But the Eagles are set up pretty well. They have Cam Jurgens, who they drafted in the second round, who's going to take right over at center. Absolute monster. They have N'Kobe Dean, who they drafted in the third round, is going to take right over at linebacker for TJ Edwards. They have the 10th overall pick. They have the 31st pick. Two picks in the first round to replace cornerback. Um, they have a very built offensive line with Lane. Mylotta, um, Landon Dickerson, Cam Jurgens. I think the Eagles will be fine. Miles Sanders definitely played his last game as an Eagle. He will not be an Eagle next year. I will guarantee you that. Um, I think the Eagles end up drafting a cornerback at 10, Joey Porter Jr. from Penn State. And at, at 31, they might get a running back. Because let's be honest, you guys. I'm looking at the NFC – Total, like, just like there's a lot, lot of teams that have a lot of flaws. And just be honest, there's no, not a really mm-hmm. team that's just as good as the Eagles. Daniel, um, if we be, if, if we're being honest, I'll tell you right now, I, uh, the one team I developed a hate for this year that I never hated before this year is the 40 whiners. There's 40 of them, they're all whiners. I've never developed a hate for a team more in one season. Than the 49ers. Like they they still think they would have won that game versus the Eagles if Brock Purdy didn't get hurt. Well, guess what? If the Queen had balls, she'd be the king. And she doesn't. And part of the job is to protect the quarterback. He didn't get hurt in a freak accident. He got hurt because you used a backup tight end to block Hassan Reddick. Like you're delusional. We won 31 to 7. We ran it down your throat. Like, what are you talking about? 49ers fans are the most delusional fan base in the entire world that not that are not named <clears throat> fans. I will say for, like, next year, though, I think the talent for QB, it has hit it to the AFC. You have Mahomes, uh, Lamar, Herbert, Lawrence. It was already in the AFC. It hasn't shifted. I mean, well, Aaron Rodgers, I don't know where he's going to go. Um, Is it? He's going to the ASP, look like. <laughs> probably the Jets are probably. But. So, the Super Bowl odds for next year, the Chiefs are favored at plus 600, expectedly. Um, the Bills are second at plus 850, followed by the Eagles, Bengals, and 49ers at plus 900. Anyone want to guess the sixth team and the seventh team? It's so hilarious because both of these, these teams are. I think that are way overvalued right now. The Cleveland Browns? Uh, the Browns are way down there. Is, is, it a, is it an AFC team in six and seven? Or? One AFC, one NFC. 
Baltimore seven, someone six. Baltimore is seven. They're plus sixteen hundred. Yeah, That's true the delusion. Where do you think they? I think Baltimore is the third best team in their division next year. Yeah, that's not a slight. That's the truth. The Bengals are clearly better. And then if you follow it up, the Steelers or the Browns, one of those teams, either Steelers, Um, uh, Kenny Pickett, or the Browns with Deshaun Watson. You think the Bengals? I mean, wait, 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 wait. We beat the Bengals first meeting this year, and then lost the next two. What is all right? So how are they better than us? They beat you twice last year. So four out of the last five games you guys played them, they beat you. Man, that was a legal block in the back on Andrew. Man. <laughs> Come on, you want to be fair, man. Holding an illegal block in the back in the game. Come on. If they if the legal block in the back happened, they still would have kicked the field goal and won by three instead of seven. Bomber, we'll I agree with you. Rougher. I said that when it happened. You know who the sixth team is? Cowboys. Um, that's right. Like. Delusion. We own that right now. Hey, hey Ronnie, are you a uh, at least Dallas? What is Ronnie? He a Bengals fan? Steelers fan. At least Dallas say that the Cowboys made the playoffs on Sunday. We all seen Dak on the field. Way to go, Cowboys. Oh, last thing before we get off air. What were your thoughts on Eagles fans booing Dak Prescott? Hey, I, I live in Texas. I had a lot of Cowboy fans. Mad about oh, need to show more respect towards it and all that stuff. I'm like, bro, they're Eagles fans. They hate the Cowboys. They don't care about the Cowboys. They hate your guts. Like, let's just be honest. And if it was vice versa, it would have been the same way the other way. So, what are y'all thoughts? People told people wrote that it was trashy, that it was uh, it was wrong. I think you're I just it was, like, it was like the man of the year thing that. I mean, it's it's the same way if, you know, Brady showed up in Indy and they decided to boom, I'd be like, yeah, you know. I mean, that, I saw, I saw, I mean, I, I, mean, I much love for Doug, diehard Cowboys fan, but he was, I watched his show, he praised Dak Prescott, he won the goddamn MVP. I mean, color player is a big thing because you're doing stuff off the field, which is great. But, I mean, Doug praised him like he won the freaking Super Bowl or MVP, Super Bowl MVP. Brett said it perfectly. But then he said, I mean, it was a Dallas quarterback amongst Philly fans. What did anyone expect? Yeah. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> he's bringing the Santa Claus thing up. <laughs> I've explained this too many times. I don't think. Didn't he, go home and go to sleep, bro. Take it now. I've explained this way too many times. <laughs> Did I explain this last week on the show or pregame and pigskin? Uh, Did y'all hear the story on the Santa Claus thing? Like the no, I, no, I didn't hear it. I didn't hear it. Y'all ever heard this? Y'all, y'all know what happened when they always say Eagles threw snowballs at Santa Claus. Do y'all want to hear the real story of what happened? Why not, man? I'll be quick. It's like sixty-eight or sixty-nine, and uh, the Eagles were awful. They were terrible. One of the worst teams in football. So one of the promotions they used to get families to the field was Santa Claus was going to be at the field. Well, it snowed that and Santa Claus canceled. He couldn't get there. So they grabbed a guy that was tailgating because they needed a guy to be Santa Claus. They're like, we'll give you free tickets 
dress you up like Santa Claus. You go be Santa Claus for the promotion that we're having for the kids. Well, he was drunk and he was pulling his beard down and he was scaring kids. He was drunk and kids were like crying because he was pulling his beard down and scaring kids. And like, he wasn't the Santa Claus they hired. He was a guy from the freaking parking lot. So the Eagles fans seen him being like a bootleg Santa Claus and scaring kids. They start throwing, they start throwing uh, snowballs at him to get him out of there. <laughs> He's cursing. He's like, "Go effing Eagles!" And like, these are kids. Well, he took the beard down. So did he have like uh, a short beard or no beard at all? Yeah, or they, like... they had the um. Well, yeah, the fake, the white beard. Yeah. But like underneath, like was it like a shaved beard? I wasn't like... there. My dad, my um... dad was there. Um, Danny's dad might have been there because Danny, Danny and my dad like grew up together. They were friends. Danny's dad, and my dad. Uh, we we were in diapers together. That kid, Danny Dempsey. Mm-hmm. That's like my ride or die, bro. One of my fa- best friends in the world. Um, we used to watch football. Dude, when he was six, he was a Dan Marino fan. <clears throat> All right, well, this is 830. We've been on for 90 minutes. Freddie, I appreciate you joining. You were way better than I expected. I expected way – I expected exactly – Oh, gee, tell him this. <laughs> hey, I didn't get it. I'm happy. Yes, sir. Hey, I must say, this is one of the best shows on Cheap Seats. I really enjoyed this show. Fellas. Yes, sir, man. I'm glad you enjoyed this one because you were a part of it. Such a <laughs> humble guy that Freddie is. Um, that's JJL, Jordan Jean Lewis, Big J. Big trust. Second baby. best three-point shooter on this podcast. First no, best. No, 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 well, you better than two. Freddie, I'm seeing your shot. I don't want to know. It's wet. That's all you got to know. <laughs> Prince of right. production, Kyle Edwards. I say something, but never mind. I, I, I can also, I can also shoot the three ball myself. <laughs> and that's the king of like the Empire Network, Freddie Henderson. <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in to the Cheap Seats Podcast. Take care, y'all. All right, guys.